the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program on this sunny Tuesday is brought to you by It's My Health. What are you doing right now? If you're in the car and you happen to be in the northern part of the state, you can stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's My Health, right across from Davenport Restaurant, where you will find vitamins and herbal remedies from trusted companies. I'll bet you've driven past that old white church. Pop inside. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health because it's your health. Stop it and see Marie. She has local products. Why not get some local maple syrup or local honey or the incredible local acai berry or over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas. She has hemp and CBD products. For oral or topical use, natural skin care products, hair care products, essential oils, body oils, and soap. Folks, it's my health because it's your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call Marie. She's open right now at 401-305-3585. 305-3585. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It is right now 107 on this Tuesday. And just a short time ago, just as we were going into the one o'clock news, President Biden has spoke out regarding the situation uh, with the shooting in Colorado. Let me play a little bit on President Biden just a short time ago. While we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again. We can close the loopholes on our background check system, including the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. So, folks, they are wasting no time in trying to now immediately pass um, some very, you know, very, very quickly. They're trying to move on some things. Now, let me play a little more sound of this was uh, President Biden just a short time ago. Who had to uh, had to flee for their lives and who hid terrified. Unsure if they would ever see their families again, their friends again. The consequences of all this are deeper than I suspect we know. By that I mean the mental consequences, the feeling of, anyway, it's just been through too many of these. All right, so that's uh, cut one of President Biden. Here's a little bit where he continues to talk about it. Ten lives have been lost. And more families have been shattered by gun violence in the state of Colorado. And Jill and I are devastated 
And uh, the feeling, I just can't imagine how the families are feeling. The victims whose futures were stolen from them, from their families, from their loved ones, who uh, now have to struggle to go on and try to make sense of what's happened. Now, the gunman started outside and then moved his way inside. And you have a police officer that lost his life here. PI community in Less than a week after the horrific murders of eight people and the assault on the AAPI community in Georgia, while the flag was still flying half-staff for the tragedy, another American city has been scarred by gun violence and resulting trauma. And the state, I even hate to say it because we're saying it so often, my heart goes out. Our hearts go out for the survivors who had uh, had to flee for their lives who hid, terrified, unsure if they would ever see that. Now, he does mention the police officer, but folks, this is big where he is moving in action with the Senate. Should immediately pass, the Senate should immediately pass, let me say it again, the United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass the two House pass bills that close loopholes in the background check system. These are bills... They receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. This is not and should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. We should also ban assault weapons in the process. I'll have much more to say as we learn more. But I wanted to be clear. Those poor folks who died left behind families leaves a big hole in their hearts and and we can save lives increasing the background checks so that they're supposed to occur and eliminating assault weapons and the size of magazines we don't know all the detail yet on that but i'll be talking to you more later today or in the next couple of days about what else we know now you know isn't it a, and again good afternoon case just tuning in it's 112 this is john DePietro on am 1380 and 99.9 fm it's it's not your imagination we are they're doing a fast pivot into covid and covid's getting under control and they're doing a fast pivot into starting to now go after weapons so but i do want to play this was president biden talking on the police officer who was killed Officer Talley. Today would bring, to state the obviously, the obvious, I commend the exceptional bravery of Officer Eric Talley. And I send my deepest condolences to his family, his close, close family, his seven children. You know, when he pinned on that badge yesterday morning, he didn't know what the day would bring. I want everybody to think about this. Every time an officer walks out of his or her home and pins that badge on, a family member that they just said goodbye to wonders whether they'll subconsciously, will they get that call? A call that his wife got. He thought he'd be coming home to his family and his seven children. But when the moment to act came, Officer Tully did not hesitate in his duty, making the ultimate sacrifice. The safety, obviously. He left behind seven children, ten dead. Won this officer and leaves behind seven children. 
And I'm also seeing uh, Erica Mahoney tweeted out, I'm heartbroken to announce my dad, my hero, Kevin Mahoney, was killed in the shooting, my hometown of Boulder, Colorado. My dad represents all things love. I'm so thankful he could be walked down the aisle last summer. And there they are where he walked his uh, daughter down. And then he was shot and killed. So President Biden spoke a short time ago. There was a press briefing earlier. And here's where they describe the officer who lost his life. It's tragic. This officer had seven children, ages five to 18. I just had that officer's whole family in my office two weeks ago to give him an award. And so it is personal. This is my community. I live here. And to have something like this happen so so close to where you live and and to know the fear in the community and to know that the officers sacrifice themselves, it's heartbreaking. Now, as far as, you know, who's responsible for this? Well, the suspect is Ahmad Alisa, first described as a white male yesterday. Well, it turns out he was a religious Muslim from Syria who frequently posted about Islamophobia. So we will start to learn uh, more and more about him, as a matter of fact. And I want to just pull up, I'll tell you, someone who normally would be, and I I think they normally um, break the news on this type of thing, is the Daily Mail. So um, I wanted to see if they have any, no, they don't, Uh, just horrible shooting yesterday. Biden orders White House flags to half staff in honor of the 10 victims of the Boulder mass shooting. Kamala Harris calls the Boulder shooting baffling. Let me just read quickly, uh, read some of that story. Folks, it's 116. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Biden speaks to those scarred by gun violence, commends the bravery of the fallen officer Eric Tallies, demands Senate act on House bills, tighten background checks for gun buyers. You know, as far as uh, Harris calls the shooting tragic and baffling, baffling 10 people going about the daily lives and a police officer performing his duty. Biden didn't answer a question on whether they'd make gun control a priority. The House has passed legislation requiring universal background checks, but it's not expected to pass in the Senate. Biden said he would favor background checks. Now, we're going to learn more about this individual, but I'll even say, folks, as, um, well, a couple of things. Once again, you know, all last year, all you heard was anti-police and police are white supremacists and gunmen are white supremacists. And this guy wasn't. No, he was from Syria. And as we've talked about, you know, under President Trump, would this have happened under President Trump? No. Would we have the situation that we have at the border right now? under President Trump? The answer is no. I don't believe, well, we certainly wouldn't at the border. But this situation um, right now, and, and, and they were so quick yesterday 
to try to portray him as this was someone who it was another angry white male shooting. And people are saying, well, the fact he's alive means that he must be a white man. Here's I'm reading some more tweets of people. A white man walked into a grocery store. Yes, this is from yesterday. Boulder killed 10 people apprehended by the police, walked out of the the building unharmed. Right down the street, police killed Elijah McLean while he apologized for not doing anything wrong. Well, first of all, the gunman was shot in the leg. You could see all the blood on his leg. And he wasn't a white man. The suspect in the mass killing is a Muslim immigrant from Syria. Intense hatred of Trump and the administration's immigration policies. This guy tweeted out, I'll bet anyone my salary right now, the shooter in Boulder is a white ring, a white ring MAGA, yeah, right wing MAGA white male. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, well, wrong. Yeah, I don't know how much the person that put that out. Surviving the Trump era. Wow. Well, it wasn't. That's not who it was. Nope. Instead, it was a Muslim extremist. A Muslim extremist who, an immigrant from Syria, devout Muslim. Now we're back to this. Now we're back to having to protect ourselves against having them in our country. Deeply religious Muslim. He was not an angry white Trump supporter. And he's also not a white guy. So he's of Muslim heritage from Syria. But that that police officer, folks, again, everything that we have gone through, oh, my God, just horrifying. The past year, this anti-police sentiment that took over after George Floyd had a drug overdose and died in Minneapolis because that's what happened. That's how he lost his life. He had happened to him before. He swallowed the drugs he had on him. He had a fentanyl overdose. It will come out at trial. There's still people in denial of it. People don't want to admit that that's what happened, but that's what happened. What we know about the 10 victims killed Police have released the names. You have police officer Eric Talley, 11-year veteran of the force, identified Monday, died in the shootout. Uh, Denny Strong, 20. That man, Kevin Mahoney, 61 years old, walked his daughter down the aisle last summer. Oh, my goodness. But the officer, father of seven children, recently been looking for a less dangerous job. Oh, my goodness. Terry Liker was an employee at the grocery store. She was killed, 51 years old, just working there doing her job. She had worked at the grocery store for 30 years. Loved going to work, loved being there. Um, just absolutely tragic, folks. But, you know, listen, as far as how this guy sounds like, he should have been screened out better. They're now, of course, going to, you know, move into um, gun control. But 
brother of Boulder shooter tells CNN he suffered from mental illness, was bullied in school for being Muslim. People made fun of his name. And then his solution was, I'm going to go out and shoot a bunch of people. As I said, just right now, it's 121 on this Tuesday. This was President Biden just a short, short time ago. This is the one thing I do know enough to say on is in terms of what's happened there. While we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. I got that done when I was a senator. It passed. It was a law for the longest time. And it brought down these mass killings. We should do it again. We can close the loopholes in our background check system, including the Charleston loophole. That's one of the best tools we have right now to prevent gun violence. The Senate should immediately pass, let me say it again, the United States Senate, I hope some are listening, should immediately pass the two House passed bills that close loopholes in the background check system. These are bills that receive votes of both Republicans and Democrats in the House. This is not, it should not be a partisan issue. This is an American issue. It will save lives, American lives. And we have to act. We should also ban assault weapons in the process. I'll have much more to say as we learn more, but I wanted to be clear. Those poor folks who died left behind families that leaves a big hole in their hearts. And, and, we can save lives, increasing the background checks that are supposed to occur, and eliminating assault weapons and the size of magazines. We don't know all the detail yet on that. But I'll be talking to you more later today or in the next couple of days about what else we know. May God bless you all and uh, those families who are mourning today because of gun violence in Colorado and Georgia all across the country. We have to act. Folks, that is um, President Biden. Again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Tuesday on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, the, the background check, I, I this obviously neither one of the individuals, but especially this guy, definitely shouldn't have had a weapon or access to that type of weapon. But if, if you start to ban these weapons, it's it's the bad guys that are gonna have the weapons. I I look at what's been going on. You know, the, the police have been under attack. It's never enough. Who wanted to live through what, what we watched last summer as they destroyed, the protesters destroyed every major city, defund the police, destroy the police, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 going on and on. You know, cut back on policing. And now they want to take out these types of weapons. As for what? You know, everything... <laughs> Have you seen some of the footage of what's going on in Miami? They, they, they don't look like college kids to me. 
Uh, huge crowds, 1,000 arrested. Good luck to anyone that wants to be in Miami right now. You can't even go out. Eight o'clock curfew. You see the footage. I posted some footage on Instagram. The fighting of women. This is at eight o'clock at night. And yet everything's on race. As soon as they said, hey, listen, we got to do something. This is they're destroying South Beach, Miami. And they again, these don't look like college kids to me. They look a lot older. And the footage I saw. 95% of the crowd looks to be non-white, put it that way. So what do you think they start objecting to? Well, that's racist, the fact that they want to have this curfew. Listen, people are tired of it. First, the police are bad. Then now they want to take away our weapons. We, and now it's an open border. Anyone can get in. I think with what's going on, we, we need weapons. Hey, I want to remind you about Brother's Disposal. That's right. Brother's Disposal. Hey, brother, call Brother's Disposal today. Now offering weekly trash collection services. 401-688-0517. Call for an estimate Brother's Disposal. Call Roland for your business offering weekly trash collection services. Brother's Disposal. 401-688-0517. Or if you are want to do a spring cleanup and clean out your home, Call Brothers Disposal today. Let's clean out your garage or your basement, your attic. Get rid of some of that, you know, old rusted toys or sleds or unwanted items. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. They'll deliver. Roland will deliver a purple dumpster right to your house or business. It's, come on, brother, call Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. Again, Roll-off dumpsters, weekly trash collection service for your business, or maybe just uh, it's so much easier to do a cleanup for a home or a garage or a basement or an attic if, in fact, you just have one of those purple dumpsters in your driveway. And they deliver it when you need it, and then they'll remove it when you're done with it. Brother's Disposal. Folks, remember, if you want to uh, get in touch with me, go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. Click on uh, contact John. Uh, Instead of gun control, get rid of the, yeah, that's right. Um, Hey, President Trump, folks, none of this happened under him. And some of the email I was getting yesterday, uh, this, let's see, this is from, uh, let me see. This is from yesterday, got this email from Tara. Uh, Dear independent idiot. Looks like another one of your Trump friends struck yesterday and killed those people in the grocery store. When are you people going to learn that Trump supporters are dangerous individuals? More white supremacy killing people. Uh, No, actually, it turned out to be a Muslim from Syria that did that yesterday, Tara. But thank you for listening to the show. Here's an email. Uh, Let's see. This This one is from... Uh, Matt, uh, looks this this was yesterday, folks, as the news was breaking. Oh, uh, dear John DePietro show. I noticed that the shooter at the grocery store is white. If he was black, he would have been shot and killed. Looks like another Trump supporter upset that he lost the election. Uh, no, Matt, actually, uh, it turns out that this Muslim that they arrested, Muslim extremist, 
hated Trump and was posting anti-Trump things on his social media pages. Now, it turns out to be a Muslim extremist that was responsible for the shooting yesterday. But nice try. And he's not white. He was born in Syria. You know, folks, they, they so quickly moved to this narrative that the shooter, in fact, was, you know, an angry Trump supporter. An angry Trump supporter. And that is just not what happened. And you think of, I mean, I covered how many protests last summer. Now, folks, right now, good afternoon. It's 1.30. You're listening. It's one. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can listen anywhere in the world at the website, DePietro.com. And this portion of the program is brought by R.E. Coogan and Heating. You know, I was with Coogs on Sunday. And he's a big back the blue supporter. And we were talking, it is time for a rally for people to come out and show their support for law enforcement. We've had it with the anti-police sentiment. We've had it with the dangerous ATV riders breaking the law on the streets. We've had it with the domestic terrorists posing as Black Lives Matter and Tifa protesters. We've had it. With allowing these, quote, peaceful protesters to destroy all of our major cities, destroying downtown, parts of Providence. I was downtown just the other day. Parts of Providence have still not recovered from the riot. The defund the police, the anti-police, the blank the police, throwing rocks at law enforcement. I covered those protests in Providence. They were throwing explosives. They were throwing rocks and bottles and bottles filled with urine. And these degenerate protesters going up to police, F the police, screw all you, but, you know, get lost. Coogs was right. We need another rally to let the police know that we support law enforcement big time. Allowing these dirtbags to run the streets. Stop blaming. Can't blame President Trump on this one. But it was uh, Coogs, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 732-6562. If you, are you having a plumbing problem? Call R.E. Coogan. Are you having a heating problem? Call R.E. or a cooling problem. R.E. Coogan and Heating, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Their website is recooganheating.com. Look for them on Facebook. And big supporters of our law enforcement. Back in the blue, 732-6562. You know, these people that talk about uh, defund the police and angry against the police. And then I also um, see the fact that you have Congressman David Cicilline speaking out. Assault weapons like the AR-15 have been the weapon of choice for so many of our nation's most horrific shootings. These weapons of war serve no purpose in our communities rather than commit heinous acts of violence. It's time to pass the assault weapons ban. Yeah, this is, um, I'll tell you when that weapon came in handy. That weapon came in handy when you had the couple in St. Louis where the Black Lives Matter protesters broke into their neighborhood and were threatening to go and kill the man and his wife and kill their dog. And that man displayed an AR-15 and suddenly... The protesters back down, surprisingly. So, but I want to um, play. I have some sound of this is, uh, there was a press briefing just a short time ago. And um, they talk about the officer that was 
involved in the shooting. Ages 5 to 18. Hold on. Sorry for the it's beginning. It's tragic. At 18. I just had that off. Sorry about that. Whole family in my office two weeks ago to give him an award. And so it is personal. This is my community. I live here. And to have something like this happen so so close to where you live and and to know the fear in the community. And to know that the officers sacrifice themselves. It's heartbreaking. You know, you think of some of those uh, despicable Antifa, Black Lives Matter protesters. You know, the cop pushed me. He pushed me. He yelled at me. The cop told me to get back, you know, screaming, crying. This officer ran in to save people and was shot and killed. He went or or arrived on scene because it started outside and we don't have the full chronology of events yet but would seem that it it started outside and went inside so we don't know i i don't know the answer to that but who's the shooter was it an angry white trump supporter guess again ahmed you know i feel like we're going back in time folks i feel like you know we had four years where this type of thing didn't happen we had four years where we didn't have an open border Biden comes in and now it's an open border again. We had four years where we did not have Muslim extremist Islamic terrorists operating this country. And here we are, we're back again. Shooting suspect had previously attacked classmates. Court records. Who did he hate? This gunman in Colorado. Who did he hate? He hated President Trump. The illegals coming over the the border. Who were they afraid of? ABC was down on the border interviewing them. Why didn't you come a year ago? Why didn't you come back in the fall? Because Trump was president. You know, to me, President Trump, folks, it's kind of like that scene in A Few Good Men, Jack Nicholson. You know, you need me on that wall. Say what you want. But... He kept the country. They were were afraid of him. The illegals were afraid to come in. You didn't have, we didn't have any type of attacks like this. We did not when he was president. And now what do they want to do? Let's remove the weapons. Let's defund the police. Let's empower Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Let's make them more powerful. And what we're going to do is we're going to demonize law enforcement, demonize law enforcement. And if you object, you're a white supremacist and a racist. If you say a word, complete rampage. Now, I I don't know. I don't think we learn yet, have learned yet, of when he got the weapon. But I, I by Syrian-born gunman, ten counts of murder at the Boulder grocery store. Syrian-born gunman hated Trump, suddenly felt uh, more comfortable going out now with Biden. Felt much more comfortable with Nancy Pelosi as the speaker and Schumer in charge of the Senate. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. You know, they can knock Trump, folks, but you didn't have this. 
and certainly didn't have it that the catastrophe that's going on right now at the border. You certainly did not have that. So he doesn't fit the narrative they wanted. In Georgia, wow, that's Asian hate. Six Asian people and two others were killed. Two other, You mean two white people were killed? There was a man that they uh, arrested, a homeless man they arrested in New York. They wouldn't, you had to search the article to find out that he was black, that attacked this Asian man on the subway. If he was white, oh, white supremacist, strike again. Horrifying. How about, I uh, remember last summer, one of the podcasters, there was a Black Lives Matter march in Newport and some drunk, drunken bum in Newport came walking over and started like yelling at them. And one of the local, um, whatever, podcasters put um, uh, horror as white supremacist attacks black member of Black Lives Matter. White supremacist, you mean white drunken bum? In Newport, that was the narrative they wanted. White horror, white supremacists attacking Black Lives Matter. Uh, how about I didn't see this? I'll have to look for it. HBO did a, a thing on um, QAnon, I think on Sunday night. And they actually show two members they claim of QAnon. You know what it is? It's those two nitwits. Ann Armstrong and Alan, whatever his name is, uh, Alan Gordon, portraying them. Listen, those people, whatever you tell them to say, if there's a camera, they'll say. They just show up everywhere. They're not Trump supporters. They're They're not even members of QAnon. They're just like two burnouts. So there's Rhode Island. Oh, and of course they highlight, well, she ran for governor and he ran for attorney general. That that What kind of story is that? Like, when does this foolishness end? Oh, but yesterday, there he is, Ahmed Al-Awani, charged in the rampage. Syrian-born, 10 counts of murder. People are getting the uh, vaccine shots. Cops revealed wrestling fanatic shot through the lead in the max- massacre. What does that tell you? Open fire in the parking lot. Killed two people before entering the store. Once inside, he shot and killed another eight people before being arrested. In Facebook posts over the last 18 months, he complained he didn't have a girlfriend and hated Trump. He's also 21. The guy in Georgia was 21. The guy, 21 years old, was addicted to going to massage parlors in Georgia. This why, with this one, folks, it's, it's anger of 21-year-old loser males. That's what this is. It's the frustration, sexual frustration of 21-year-old loser males. That's what's behind this, seemingly. The brother of the gunman said he was very antisocial and paranoid since high school. Now, I don't know when he got this weapon. I don't think, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't think this has been um, released yet. Uh, asked police if he could speak with his mother before stripping off to surrender police and laying down his AR-15 rifle, handgun, and he had a tactical vest in the supermarket aisles. He was a high school wrestler. His family said he was mentally ill. Born in Syria, moved to the U.S. when he was three, lives in Colorado. 240 open fire in King Super's grocery store in Boulder. Killed 10 people. Um... 
not having a girlfriend, ranting about President Trump, paranoid, very antisocial. The brother said he was mentally ill, convinced people were after him. Feel free to report him to the police, guys. Reveals he shot an elderly man in the parking lot, then shot him repeatedly once he was already on the ground. 200 pounds, five foot six. All right, well, short man complex. Sister-in-law told police she had seen him playing with a gun in the days before the shooting. But didn't suspect anything. Oh, you mean a paranoid Muslim playing with a gun days? That didn't, you know, raise a red flag? What happened to see something, say something? All right, President Biden addressed the nation. There he is in the parking lot, stripped down, apparently because he had been wearing a tactical vest. Green tactical vest inside the store, but stripped down to be arrested. So, and then there's some photos of him uh, wrestling. I did see where he did hashtag need a girlfriend. And then he had another thing where he did not like Trump. Hated Trump. Hated Trump. Now, let's see. Police have not yet confirmed that the man who was seen being let out, but did say he was shot in the leg with a standoff. Um, I, 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 we've not learned yet how he got the weapon. But, you know, here's the thought. If you're a family member and you know of someone who's mentally ill and paranoid and suddenly they have a weapon... But do you think that's something you may want to mention to the law enforcement, to police? Just a thought. But you know what he wasn't? He wasn't. This wasn't white supremacy. And he wasn't a Trump supporter. That's not what it was. As much as people yesterday trying to create this narrative. Another angry Trump supporter. Nope. Not, that's not what it was. No. This was instead, apparently... A Muslim extremist of some kind, someone mentally ill. Now, Biden, of course, calls for an assault weapon ban in the wake of the Colorado shooting. Um, now, this is interesting. Channel 12, E.G. Nerona, Rhode Island hospitals mishandled the vaccine rollout, but no laws were broken. Uh, I didn't know that they were looking to get I don't, I don't know about laws broken, but they definitely mishandled the rollout. Let me just uh, see this. He was investigating the whole thing. Launched a review of the vaccine rollout. Well, I mean, anyone could have told you that. Vaccine supply was scant January, unavailable to anyone outside of the hospital. Uh, the inquiry, which was launched to explore any inappropriate, improper distribution. They found none. Rhode Island Department of Health hadn't established care guidelines of how the vaccine should be distributed. As a result, the hospital didn't violate any laws, rules, or regulations. So when they allowed anyone to get one because they had loose regulations, they didn't break the law. He criticized the hospitals for their actions. Lifespan Care New England should have acted differently. Uh, This office recognized speed and need to avoid waste. They were throwing out 45 to 50 percent of the vaccines. Health department did not initially provide the hospitals with guidelines, essentially giving them carte blanche over who receives the dose. Well, I mean, that falls on Dr. Scott, who will then, you know, she if we haven't learned by now, folks, she doesn't answer anything. She doesn't answer anything. 
Dr. Scott, people will say, will you ask her? She doesn't answer anything. So, you know, no matter what it is. Now, the next COVID briefing is coming up on Thursday, on Thursday. Now, I do want to play. President Biden did speak a short time ago. Folks, this is going to, you know, he also has the big uh, presidential briefing. His first one is coming up on Thursday. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 145. This is John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J.K.L. Engineering. Now, listen, as we're going from winter to spring and then summer, I want to remind you that Central Air is a game changer for your home. Call J.K.L. Engineering today. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. J.K.L. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Both residential and commercial. You know, you could reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They do new installation replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. For over 54 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none. Now, as you're listening, wherever you can hear my voice on this sunny Tuesday, whether it's on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM, wherever you can hear my voice, if call J.K.L. Engineering today. Estimates are free. Financing is available. J.K.L. is a Navian certified factory dealer. Call them for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Explore Central Air. It's a game changer. How about in your home, it's always 68 degrees or 70 degrees. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them right now. You can mention John DePietro sent you. J.K.L. Engineering. 401 351 7600. I want to play um, some of the sound. There was a press briefing earlier. There's been a lot of news on this Tuesday. And everything has really gone to the the shooting, obviously, that happened yesterday. And more that we've learned about the shooter. President Biden spoke a short time ago. Um, But I want to play. It's just heartbreaking. And, folks, it was that police officer, Eric Talley. You know, today is a day on this Tuesday. Thank law enforcement. You see a police officer, give them a thumbs up. Let them know you're with them. Don't listen to these people that all police officers are racist and and policing is racist and blah, blah, blah. And they're killing us. And this guy lost his life. Seven children left behind ages 5 to 18. Officer Eric Talley. They were talking about him earlier. It's tragic. This officer had seven children, ages five to 18. I just had that officer's whole family in my office two weeks ago to give him an award. And so it is personal. This is my community. I live here. And to have something like this happen so so close to where you live and... And to know the fear in the community. And to know that the officers sacrifice themselves. It's heartbreaking. You know, that is, um, you know, the call came in and he showed up. He went. 
Here's a little bit more of uh, this was the press briefing. The authorities talked a little bit earlier in Boulder. Within minutes in a Here we go. Regarding the suspect, at approximately 2.40 p.m. on Monday, March 22nd, officers were dispatched to King Supers on Table Mesa Drive. Officers arrived on the scene within minutes and immediately entered the store and engaged the suspect. There was an ex- exchange of gunfire, which such best was shot. No other officers were injured. The suspect was taken into custody at 3.28 p.m. He was transported to the hospital for treatment, now in stable condition. This suspect has been identified as Ahmad Alyssa, 21 of Arvada. Muslim. He has been charged with 10 counts of murder in the first degree and will be shortly transported to Boulder County Jail. Press release with his identifying information, the victim's information will be for. Now we're back to this. At 150, I I can't believe it. We're going backwards here. You know, we didn't have any of this. We didn't have any of this with President Trump. And now we're back to this. Let me hear. This is a little bit of ABC News. David Murr speaking with uh, Pierre Thomas of ABC. And now in Boulder, Colorado. Here we go. I know millions of Americans uh, who thought they were just beginning to see light at the end of the tunnel, at the end of this pandemic tunnel, are now wondering, given what we saw in Atlanta last week and now in Boulder, Colorado in the last 24 hours, is is this what we're now going to deal with as we emerge from this pandemic? David, we've all been justifiably focused on the pandemic, but this phenomenon of mass shootings has quietly gotten much, much worse, even as the pandemic unfolded. Uh, We've been looking at some numbers from the Gun Violence Archive, David, and in 2018, there were 337 mass shootings. By last year, 2020, that number had almost doubled to 611. And so we're seeing houses of worship. We're seeing schools. We're seeing the Walmart, now a grocery store. All these places that we know and love that we congregate in, now the target, David. And law enforcement officials are deeply concerned that this phenomenon is getting worse. And they have to figure out a way to get on the front side of this before these tragedies happen, David. Why wouldn't he mention that it was a massage parlor? I mean, people were still killed. It's obviously legal in Georgia. But this immediately, President Biden pivots to this. We're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, the weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate Act. We can ban assault weapons and high capacity. Here we go. I mean, now now it, it just, it's the beginning of it is what it is. Um, you know, this is President Biden talking about the officer who was killed, Officer Eric Talley. His close, close family, seven children. Oh. You know, when he pinned on that badge yesterday morning, he didn't know what the day would bring. No. I want everybody to think about this. Every time an officer walks out of his or her home and pins that badge on, a family member that they just said goodbye to wonders whether they'll subconsciously, will they get that call? A call that his wife got. He thought he'd be coming home to his family and his seven children. But on the moment the act came, Officer Tully did not hesitate in his duty, making the ultimate sacrifice. 
in his effort to save lives. <clears throat> That's the definition of an American hero. Well, I agree with President Biden. Um, and again, folks, they, they had a press briefing earlier in Colorado. And it's just heartbreaking. But it, it is not... Um, the person, let me just, uh, this is the uh, Denver FBI speaking uh, a little bit earlier. All because of the resources. Here we go. While we mourn the devastating loss, our objective is to conduct a thorough and meticulous investigation. The FBI is involved because of the resources we can bring to bear to support our law enforcement partners and the investigation. At this time, we are supporting evidence collection, we are supporting uh, processing the crime scene, uh, we are conducting interviews, and we are providing analytical support as we exploit all the evidence that is collected. As part of that process, we seek the public's help. Any information that can be provided uh, to aid our investigation, we ask be provided to, to the FBI. Uh, we have two means of providing that information. The first is uh, digital media can be provided to, can be provided to FBI.gov forward slash boulder shooting. All right, so the FBI is, um, is obviously on top of this now. This is also the Boulder County District Attorney wanted to address the families of the victims. And it turned out to be their last day on earth. Oh. I cannot imagine the pain and agony that their loved ones, their families are feeling right now. And to them, I want to say this. I promise you that all of us here will work tirelessly to support you and help you through this process and also to make sure that the killer is held absolutely and fully accountable for what he did to them, to all the loved ones and friends of the victims and to the Boulder community yesterday. Officer Eric Talley died heroically. He was one of the many outstanding members of Boulder County law enforcement, and he'd been an officer here at the Boulder Police Department, and the patrol car behind us is here in his honor today. He died charging into the line of fire to save people who were simply trying to live their lives and go food shopping. And the man who gunned them down will be held fully responsible. Again, uh, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. This was uh, the, what you're hearing is some of the sound from earlier with this press briefing that took place in Boulder. And um, boy, especially on that law enforcement officer. I mean, that is just uh, brutal. Let me hear a little bit more uh, sound of earlier. By 3.59 a.m., the families of the victims have been notified. I'm gonna read the names of the deceased. Denny Strong, 20 years old. Nevin Stadinsky, 23. Ricky Odds, 25. Trelona Barkanoviak, 49. Suzanne Fountain, 59. Terry Liker, 51. Officer Eric Talley, 51. Kevin Mahoney, 61. Lynn Murray, 62. Jody Waters, 65. Our hearts go out to all the victims killed during this senseless act of violence. We are committed with state, local, and federal authorities for a thorough investigation and will bring justice to each of these families. Wow. I mean, that is just uh, brutal, folks, as they were doing nothing more than going to the grocery store. I mean, as simple as that. And think, and some of them were there to get the vaccine. 
right? Trying to get the vaccine so they could could continue to. Um, it, it's just just terrible. But again, the the gunman has been identified. He was not a white male. He was not a Trump supporter. Just the opposite. Hated President Trump. And nope, he had a different agenda. He was uh, originally from Syria. Now, listen, if you go to the website, DePetro.com, you can see some of the stories we post. And remember, DePetro.com, which is sponsored by Relax Souls, S-O-L-E-S, Reflexology. It's Lisa Wood. You can call or text her at 401 742-6621. Now, on this Tuesday, maybe we have some aches and pains. Contact Lisa Wood Relaxed Souls. It's different from massage because it works from the inside out. It uses acupressure points, meridians, stimulate the body, heal itself. You can get a direct link through my website to get in touch with her. Lisa Wood Reflexology, deep relaxed, healing from inside out. It'll boost your immune function. Uh, Lisa works on your your hands and your feet and your ears and your face. Makes the person whole again. Alternative, it, it, it's alternative healing. Lisa would reflexology and it's relaxed souls. S-O-L-E-S. You can link right through at my website, which is dipetro.com. So, folks, again, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM on this sunny Tuesday. So that is the big news. I will be doing a Facebook Live a little bit later this afternoon. Find my Facebook page. It's John DePietro Show. So the big news of the day is the crisis continues at the border. And then this uh, this shooting that happened in Colorado. And we're finding out more about who the gunman is. We'll learn more about him. Now, keep in, uh, keep in mind, just another reminder, coming up on Thursday is the next COVID briefing. If you want to reach me, if you want to get a hold of me, if you want to support and advertise on the show, go to the website, log on at depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Listen, enjoy this uh, sunny Tuesday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Stay tuned for the John Dion program. It's going to be coming your way after the 2 o'clock news. It's John DePietro. Enjoy this Tuesday and stay tuned for the tour. WNRI Winsocket.